This podcast discusses cases in which a crime may have occurred. All parties referred to in this podcast are presumed innocent until proven guilty by law. Opinions expressed on Dirty Money Moves don't necessarily reflect those of the podcast host, Murderish, or Cloud10 Media. If this is your first time tuning into this miniseries, please stop here and listen to episodes one and two. In the last episode, episode two, we introduced you to Gwen Shamblin's second husband, Joe Lara. Though the newlyweds paraded around together, gleefully portraying the perfect husband and wife, members of Gwen's church weren't so happy about the marriage. They pointed out the blatant hypocrisy of Gwen getting divorced, given that she'd instructed them to stay married. Even after some women had irrefutable proof that their husbands had been unfaithful. It seemed that Gwen lived by the philosophy, do as I say, not as I do. Regardless of how church members felt about her divorce and second marriage, Gwen just kept it moving. She had an image to keep up, money to make, and problematic diet methods to preach. Though church members' voices were silenced, there was someone who couldn't be shut down. And as it turned out, she had a lot to say about Gwen Shamblin and Joe Lara's seemingly opportunistic marriage and Joe's disturbing behavior toward her. From Murderish and Cloud 10 Media, this is Dirty Money Moves, Women in White Collar Crime, a podcast that dives into one story told over several weekly episodes. In this miniseries, we're highlighting dietitian turned cult leader Gwen Shamblin Lara, the woman who started the Way Down Diet and then created a hypnotic following at her self made church, Remnant Fellowship. Remnant Fellowship had faced accusations of being a cult that promoted child abuse and praying one's way to being thin. Believe it or not, there is so much more to this bizarre story. This is Episode 3, Parenting to Death. Natasha Pavlovich was only 16 years old when she met Joe Lara, who was around 21 at the time. Together, they took acting classes in California multiple days during the week. Joe was one of the most stunning people Natasha had ever set her eyes on. Immediately, she knew she had to be with him. Joe's attitude, however, was that of, I don't need or want you, which had Natasha smitten and craving more. She mentioned in the HBO Max documentary, The Way Down, that Joe grew up around money, private planes, beaches, the California dream, so he was used to a life of luxury and nonstop attention. Natasha revealed that Joe's whole life was about having fun and living extravagantly without having to actually pay for it. That's what his partners were for. Apparently, Joe had lived in a mobile home while struggling with multiple drug addictions before getting involved with Natasha. It was for that reason in 2007 that Natasha cut off communication with him. She was simply over it. But after only a year, 
Joe called her and, unfortunately, she fell for him again, hard. After getting back together, on November 29, 2010, Joe and Natasha's daughter was born. While Natasha was taking care of their baby girl, Joe was trying to get discovered as a country music star. Natasha said they made a deal that once their daughter was of kindergarten age, Joe would come back from trying to make it as a country music star and help parent their child. At that point, they'd relocate to Chicago to be around Natasha's family. They'd both get jobs and they'd start their lives together as a happy family. But of course, life doesn't always work out the way it's planned, especially for a wannabe famous country artist like Joe. Fall is quickly approaching, and I'm excited to cook some of my favorite seasonal dishes from Green Chef. Green Chef has premium new ingredients, recipes, and deliciously balanced meals that support my active lifestyle. Green Chef has options for everyone, including keto, paleo, vegetarian, vegan, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. You also have the option to mix and match these meals with different preferences in the same box, that means that you can have a vegetarian meal one night and a keto meal the next. This fall, choose Green Chef and customize your weekly recipes more than ever before. My favorite part about Green Chef is that they now offer quick and easy 10-minute lunches. Each weekly menu that I order comes with two low-prep, nutritious lunch recipes that I can make in just 10 minutes with no cooking required. They're great for when I'm rushing off to the office in the morning and I need something quick to grab. It saves me a bunch of time, and it's even better that they're healthy, too. Go to greenchef.com slash dirtymoney135 and use code dirtymoney135 to get $135 off across five boxes, and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash dirtymoney135 and use code dirtymoney135 to get $135 off across five boxes with your first box shipped free. Sign up today for Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. By 2015, Natasha and Joe's relationship was fractured to say the least. That year, in order to stop Natasha from taking their child and moving to Chicago, Joe filed a report with law enforcement stating that Natasha had sexually abused their four-year-old daughter. And then their daughter watched as police took Natasha away from her. After numerous interviews with child psychologists and law enforcement, authorities came to the conclusion that Joe had made it all up. And with that, the case against Natasha was closed. In order to have any financial stability, since a career in country music clearly wasn't working, shocking, I know, Joe worked as a handyman. If you recall from the last episode, that's how Joe met Gwen Shamblin and her big-ass hair. The handyman job and his eventual marriage to Gwen was a huge opportunity for Joe and his country music career. You 
wants to become a country music star. They have a recording studio in Remnant Fellowship. So, of course, he would marry Gwen. Someone cue the romance montage, but don't forget to zoom in closely on the dollar signs sparkling in Joe's eyes. I had a lot of respect for Gwen, and I enjoyed Gwen's services. I learned from it. But after Joe Laura come into the picture, her sermons got real short, and they would take vacations. She was doing everything she could to keep Joe happy, and to my knowledge, that's what she's still doing. To me, Joe Laura is a bought and paid for by Gwen Shaman escorting. Plain as it gets, he was flat broke, and he seen an opportunity, and he took it. You can't blame him. I don't blame him. As mentioned previously, Gwen would not allow any women in the Remnant Fellowship Church to divorce their husbands. Instead, they had to suffer through their dysfunctional marriages after learning their husbands were unfaithful. But when it came to Gwen, God apparently supported her divorce and second marriage to Mr. Handy Travis. Get it? Joe was a handyman and a country music star wannabe. Anyway, according to former members, Remnant Fellowship Church was founded on control. Gwen preached extreme obedience to her, to God, and to her controversial teachings. But Natasha Pavlovich was one person Gwen could not control. Natasha said in The Way Down, Gwen Shamblin was not expecting for me to be such a strong person who stands up for herself. She was expecting me to go away like all the others. Surprise, surprise, I ain't going nowhere. After Joe Lara filed the sexual abuse report against Natasha and their dramatic legal battle, Natasha eventually decided to represent herself having already spent over $200,000 on legal fees. In December of 2020, a judge ruled that she and Joe would split custody of their daughter 50-50. Unfortunately, Joe's attorneys, who also represented Remnant Fellowship Church, filed a motion early on that prohibited Natasha from presenting any evidence involving Remnant Fellowship due to freedom of religion. Natasha had made plans to appeal the 2020 ruling, but in 2021, a judge ruled that she be made the primary parent. That ruling meant that Natasha was awarded sole decision-making in regard to her daughter's religion, education, extracurricular activities, and non-emergency medical care. Although this was a huge win and relief for Joe's ex, she remained fearful that remnant church members could be following her and her child. For that reason, Natasha decided to move out of her neighborhood once her daughter finished school. And that's just one example of just how powerful remnant fellowship was. Fortunately, there were no serious consequences in that case. Parents Joseph and Sonia Smith weren't so lucky. At Remnant Fellowship, members were told to be completely obedient to their husbands and church leaders, and that their children should also be completely obedient to them. 
It's the last point that ultimately led to the death of eight-year-old Joseph Smith. If they're not scared of a spanking, he didn't spank them. If you haven't really spanked them yet, you don't love them. You love yourself. In March of 2007, Joseph and Sonia Smith, who were members of Gwen Shamblin's church, were sentenced to life in prison plus 30 years following the death of their eight-year-old son, Joseph Smith. Medical examiners concluded that Joseph died as a result of blows to the head, and firefighters who responded to the parents' emergency call said his body was covered in bruises. As reported by NBC, Joseph's father admitted to hitting the boy four or five times and told authorities that Joseph needed frequent discipline because he claimed to be a soldier of the devil, a term he learned from Remnant Fellowship Church. Joseph's parents claimed he died after passing out during a prayer session at home, from which he never regained consciousness. Prosecutors said that Joseph and Sonia Smith beat their son Joseph, locked him in a wooden box, and confined him to a closet for hours at a time, before he died in October of 2003. The boys' parents told authorities that Joseph passed out and never regained consciousness after the family gathered in the kitchen to participate in an online prayer session with their church. Gwen Shamblin denied telling the family to spank their child and remove all of the items from his bedroom except for his Bible. But a recorded phone call between Gwen and Sonia Smith indicated that the eccentric church leader knew all about the Smiths' abusive parenting methods. In fact, the recorded call captured Gwen praising Sonia's parenting. Does Remnant advocate locking children up for lengthy periods of time. That, we don't advocate locking them up for any period of time. Absolutely not. I have a tape of a telephone call between you and Sonia Smith. Uh, this is Sonia Smith in Atlanta. Sonia! I got to speak with Ted Anker. That's you. That's me. I did exactly what Ted told me to do. Take everything out of this room. We got everything out of there and locked him in there from that Friday until Monday and only left him in the room with his bottle. That tape has been yeah. made or tampered or whatever. I d totally deny that, is that absolutely that has untrue. ever been said by anyone. And that's a miracle. You've got a child that's going from just bizarre down to in control. So I'll praise God. When Gwen was asked if she had inadvertently advised child abuse, she declined. This family came to us for counsel. The child was wild. And so, you know, Phil, we help a lot of people. When it came to Gwen's controversial teachings, her followers listened to and obeyed her, whether it was morally right or not. But what happened next in her story could be described as God's punishment. That's next week on Dirty Money Moves. Dirty Money Moves is a collaboration between Murderish and Cloud10 Media. Executive producers are myself, Jamie Rice, and Sim Sarna. Research, writing, and producing is done by Devin Ruskin. 
Emily Crane does the audio mixing and editing, Josh Cook composed the music, and Brian Stefanik created the podcast cover art. Follow us at Dirty Money Moves on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And if you like the show, please rate us, review us, and leave us a few stars at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. If you're into true crime content, check out my other podcast, Murderish. Thanks so much for listening and see you next week for a brand new episode of this Dirty Money Moves miniseries on Gwen Shamblin. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.